When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rogers and Damon Benning. Freeman is two for four tonight, and there's a high fly ball to right field, and it is gone a home run. Freeman is impossibly hot. A 2 2 pitch on the way to Wade. He swings it, it's a high drive right field. Going back on the ball, Carroll watching it, it is gone. Up onto the arcade, Lamont Wade Jr. Here's a payoff. Swung on, hit in the air to deep left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a Stantonian home run. Boy, Giancarlo put a charge into that. Giancarlo. First pitch to Drew Waters. He hammers it down the right field line. Hooking toward the corner. It's out of here. Three-run homer, Drew Waters. Freelich swings, sends one to right, deep at the wall, gone for South. Another three-run shot for the crew. And piling on now. That's great, man. It's good to get back into the doors for the first time since uh, the early 90s. Uh, I think it's a good thing. It's great for staff beauty and for camaraderie with the players. So a little bit old school, but I'm kind of liking it. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Friday. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers here with you on Coffee and Cream, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. 590 ESPN Radio, live on Twitter, live on YouTube, 888-638-4876, the phone line. You can also get involved by sending us a DM on Twitter or by commenting on YouTube. We'll see your comments there. Uh, DB, did you get, get We need to get that sponsored. We need to get everything sponsored. Yeah. Everything. You can have my you These can have cameras can be sponsored. This can, iPad can be sponsored. You can have our uh our Shane Schillerberg can be sponsored. Our, twi- our Twitter feed. Twitter feed sponsored by Shane Schillerberg's fashion wardrobe. Mm. The Goodwill. Oh. Well, we'll take good care of you. Well, I'm I mean, maybe the Goodwill's a little bit. I was thinking more like when he goes to Menards to shop for yeah. chips. Yeah, he has a lot of things in common with Macklemore. He's a big fan, so what, I was what, thinking. Thr- what? Yeah, I was thinking thrift shop. <laughs> How about that, Shano? I like that. You like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right over most five-footers' heads. I was thinking I had a lot more in common with Kanye West. I mean, champion, you know. Outspoken. Outspoken. I'm living the good life. I'm rich. Uh, has a history a, of being with uh, some very beautiful women. That's you, Shane. I have a where huge, I draw the line. I have a huge upper body. I mean, <laughs> and a and a hey, great artist. So I, so I, I and I can in. produce the hell out of music. Yeah. <laughs> I, I walked in and I said, Shane, I love that quarter zip, man. That thing's pretty sweet. He looked at. It, he's like, Yeah, team worn. 
I go, oh. huh? I go, what? He goes, that's what the tag says. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason, it's signed by some guy named Tom Oh, Brady. shoot. Oh, liquid, man. What is, what is Mavs gear? Team worn. So. Dang straight. Um, and I, I had my reasons. Uh, most of them were were internal, personal. Like, I, I, I think I was having a, a my dad moment. But anyway, long story, about to be super short. Um, I wore Omaha gear. I had an Omaha logo. One of the and cleanest logos in all of college sports. Wednesday in Indianapolis. And I think a few local scribes thought I was nuts. Sam was the only one that kind of got it. You know, he's like, ah, representing the city of Omaha. And I was like, yeah, man, exactly, like Omaha. A couple of other immature folks just didn't get <laughs> why. Were they like, wrong school, DB? <laughs> well, I'm not. I, I wasn't there to represent. DB, this isn't the summit. I wasn't there to represent a school. I was there to work. All right? I'm not. I didn't go there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, the radio, the Husker Radio Network didn't fly me out. Her dad sports did. Mm-hmm. So I'd be who I want to be. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I say all that to say the logo is so clean, it's portable. Omaha, right here, middle America. Even though, full disclosure, that song was really making fun of Omaha. But, hey, man, if you're, you're casting crows or counting crows or crow, crow crown, who hey, is poke it again? fun. Who is it again? It's not casting crowns. It's counting crows. Counting correct? crows. It's a lot of alliteration. Mm-hmm. And, a, and, and a casting price. crowns is more of the uh, Christian band. Yeah, yeah. Another C word. Mm-hmm. Another, another C word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into casting crowns songs because sometimes I confuse them with. Uh, who counting crows. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just reminding you. That's what you oh, just said. Oh, like Shane, that was good. Se- 30 seconds ago. Is that funny? <laughs> that, was, that was good. Is that funny? Because <laughs> your reaction <laughs> said it all. <laughs> your eye roll from me to Shane was uh, probably three seconds long. Yeah, yeah. The touchy word with the little hyphen, touche over there, liquid. Is that how you spell touche? T-O-U-C-H. Yeah. Do you know what that means, Shane? Uh, I even complimented you this morning. Is it in a so I take all of it back. I think your new glasses are horrible, and that yep. zip-up sucks. Yep. Oh, did you get new glasses? Yeah. You said s- you uh, copied Ravi's. S- those are sweet. Are those Ravi's glasses? Uh, no, because he's got the full full rim. I don't have the full rim. The who? Full rim. So I don't have a rim underneath the uh, lens. Oh, oh, oh. It's just the way they are. Is that a made-up glasses term, or is that right? Full rim? Do they call them rims? I think he just shoots bricks. Are they called rims? I would assume I don't wear glasses. Yeah, so you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing glasses sucks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, between the two of you, I see what we're on today. I see what we're on. I got the the golden Oreo wafer over here. I got the other golden Oreo wafer over here. And we have the vanilla in the middle. I'm going to be the chocolate (laughs) filling in the middle. I'm going to be bitter with every bite. Anyway, I suppose. Do they make those Oreos? Like golden Oreos with chocolate in the middle? Uh, Probably when they went through that stretch where they were making like confetti and coconut Oreos. And when they have the seasonal Oreos with the red icing and the pink icing and whatever else. I I think Oreos are one of those traditional things that 
You just uh, that's that's one hundred percent coach rule question. <laughs> hey, he is funny though. He <laughs> is. I still can't get a gauge on that man. So, no one will. Hey, listen. I, I said that from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The, the minute he was hired and he he came to Westside and we were talking and then we just had some private conversations when he was like looking for places to live. I I told. I think it was Sam that I told. I said, you watch. He's going to be the most interesting because, and I stand by this, he's the least like the others. Mm-hmm. He well, is, him and Rayola are kind of in their own bubble. He is, yeah. And if I, yeah, that's a good one. I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm vibing with that. But he is the least like the others. He just makes me mad. And, and that's what I think he's good at, though. It's, it's just by, throw, throw oh, a loop. Well, he just holds on to details because we get the details everywhere else. Yeah. So. Everywhere else. So then when he gets to the podium, it's like, man, what's he going to share with us? We because his book is 10 chapters, and I don't think we've left chapter one yet. Yeah. He does, he get, oh, 100% correct. We were talking about he kind of came in on the tail end of a conversation, and we were talking about because it was obviously Sunday morning, and we were talking about Bud. Right, and some of the backstory, and and because uh, Coach Rule, when he first, when um, we first realized that we maybe could high five if I if we saw each other in the hallway, um, we started talking about um, kind of my history and and what I like and what I gravitate towards, whatever. And anyway, B- Bud came up, and he's like, "Man," because he, he said, "Do you know that guy?" I said, "You're kidding, right?" He's like, "No, I I just got here. Why would I do that?" I said, yeah. I said, we, you know, whatever. Got it. So he always asked me about him. We were working on some things, right? We can barely get a parade here on time locally, but um, good on the mayor for fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> good on the mayor for fun for, for getting that done. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're talking and my bags to him and um, Sat comes over. And there's a couple of other coaches talking. It's just like a little mini circle. Right, and, and uh, first of all, he's not dressed like anybody else. I mean, my man is country through and through. Like, he's about that twang and that drawl, right? He mm-hmm. knew every country music question. And when we were playing the, the – So that was him. Well, he didn't – Omar didn't call on him either. <laughs> <laughs> but in Sat's defense, Sat was Who was Omar looking at? <laughs> Apparently just the middle table. <laughs> like, nah, I'm like, not nah. mad about that, though. Um, and he comes over – he he's like not. Nah. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the very end, he goes, "I have no idea who you guys are talking about, but I'm sure the planning's gonna go well." <laughs> like it just walked away, and I was like, "Wait, you don't know Terrence?" Cur-? He's like, "No, no." He said, "I I know music, golf, and coaching." Good on him. Good on him. He played along like he, like he's not. Like he, he's he's doing it. that, yeah, he's right? Like yeah. he's in the conversation because he's about to add something, yeah. and then he doesn't say a thing and walks yeah. away. He said, "I have no idea." Hey, you guys he leaves you thinking, about, but knock yourself out. He leaves out. you thinking in every case of he was the thought. weaving his way in and out of huddles. I don't know. He's he's very very interesting, man. I couldn't. I he talked for what twelve minutes yesterday, twelve fifteen minutes, whatever. The Did, best the best I got out of him was. What I've heard, you know, the past four days. Oh, we're giving a lot of young hey, guys reps, and they have to be ready to produce. I'm, I'm telling you, he, that's it. He is, he is totally that guy. And the 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 thing that will be, uh, it's not cool to watch. Interesting to watch unfold is what happens 
and how he kind of handles what mannerisms we see if there's if questions arise about the offense. You know, you're like week mm-hmm. four, and you're averaging like 16.8 points a game, and it's like, hey, and he's taking the podium. You know, those are – it's my egg principle, right? Whatever's in mm-hmm. you when you get squeezed is, is what will come out, but hopefully it'll be – significantly more than if you're well, averaging he can continue to hold back if this team's winning games whether they're scoring 16 or 20 points yeah, do you think we're prepared emotionally to win ugly if we have to yes i do too i i think i think the fan base is at a point like just win just baby. win a game is that, was you know, that it doesn't have to look good i just want to see on sunday morning a highlight if you're watching ESPN at the bottom, you're watching that little bar, the ticker go. You want to see your team highlighted. Yeah. That's all you want to see. 16-13 win. That's all you want to see. Touchdown! 18-12. And especially if it's against a Big Ten team, you don't care how you win. Yeah. From your lips to God's ears, baby. Now, you'd like to see a non-con game go more. No need to expound. No. Nope. We just want to uh, win. I'll take the ugly one. We won dubs. Hey, DB, what will the offense look like? Uh, no preference of more run or more pass. Just have to do things well. Whatever's working. Uh, we'll just stick to that. Hey, a lot of interchangeable parts, man, guys. Sometimes they yeah, can line up at Yeah, thanks for telling me back. what an offense they is. They could call back. They could line up at run. I want to know what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, shoot, man. Nate Borgature at quarterback? That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Janarian Bonner out there just dotting the I in the I formation. If it's really interchangeable, I'm just telling you, that's from a preparation standpoint, it's difficult. I mean, full disclosure, Coach Queen and I will sit and, and, you know, we'll be watching film and we'll look at personnel packages. And this was last year and Coach Sortino isn't with us, but we'd call up to the booth and we'd say, hey, listen, when 11 and 88 are in on the formation – you know, say, hey, 88 in, 11 out, because personnel mattered. If all the personnel is the same and you can still be multi-formational, that's a little bit of a headache for defensive guys. And if that's what they're after and if that's what they can pull off, if sometimes Fedoni's going to be outside the numbers and sometimes he's going to be an inline tight end and he's in the game with, you know, Borkature and sometimes Borkature's going to be a fullback, mm-hmm. sometimes he's going to be an inline tight end. Like, I don't know if that's – 22 personnel. I don't know if that's 21 personnel. I don't know if that's 20 personnel with no tight end because Bork's in the backfield and and Fedoni's flexed out. I I don't know. I guess you better be able to get lined up. Speaking of the fullback, uh, we heard Liebentritt's name. I'm telling you. One, two, three, maybe four times yesterday. Uh, kids, cover your ears. You're not back in school yet. Liebentritt is a stone-cold killer. <laughs> I told you about that drill, right? Well that, that, that I demoed you, that I demoed for you in front of the. Yeah. Yeah, he trucked him, and there were zero pads on. Leaving trip does not play. He says about 17 words a day. He's a closet genius, and he's ultra tough. Ask anybody that's like coached a semi truck, right? You just get out of his way, and you look at him, and he's kind of honest. Ask Ask Verzal about Leaving trip. Well, we had Matt Verzal today. I bet he – nah, because Verzal says something just the opposite to be a contrarian. <laughs> I bet he's in his fave five of nine linemen ever coached at Scott. Okay. I, I'm willing I'm willing to – nah, I don't want a couple dollars. <laughs> quarter? Quarter? A quarter? I'll take a quarter. I got a quarter. So, so I have to ask it so it's not a leading que- – uh, I have to ask so it's not a leading question because he'll answer just the opposite. Oh, what do you want me to say? Yep, not saying that. Hey, first, mm. do you like Lieber? Nah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know? What if you just asked him, 
top five non-linemen you've ever coached. And if Liebentritt's name is on that list, you get the quarter. Now, Verzal's been socked a ton, so I don't know how far he'll go back in the Rolodex, but Liebentritt may be recent enough. I give him about a year cushion. (laughs) Liebentritt's (laughs) been going for two, so it's like... (laughs) I don't know if he'll make it in that window. Uh, Did you watch our team last year? (laughs) He's still mad about that season. (laughs) Shane, should we take a call in the first segment? Someone has a phone call here. Always. Oh, um, thanks, Matt. I own. <laughs> you in a good mood or what? <laughs> we are in a good mood. It's Friday. It's Friday. Let's go to line one, Shane. Pot up, Gary. Gary, good morning. You're on Coffee and Cream. What's going on, man? Good morning, Mr. Benning. Oh, my Gary. What's up, buddy? Now, now that I finally found you, and we <laughs> phone number down. I found, found you. That's awesome. He clicked his heels three times. No, and he just Gary's found the you. nicest person in the country. Um. I will not be bringing you any white cake. <laughs> now, that, now that you're not with Gary Sharp, I will not be bringing you any Lunchables. Yep, yep, we're out on Lunchables. What else do we got? I might, but I might. But now that you're on a different radio station and I finally found you, <laughs> my new nickname when I call in is going to be called Uno King. Oh, Uno God. King. <laughs> you are, you are going to get some Uno cards. Oh, what? man. I use my membership to hail the city. <laughs> you will get a deck of Uno cards. Let's go. Gary, I pre- you're always looking out for me. Thank Uno you. Uno King's a big spender. <laughs> hey, because I've been playing Uno with my grandkids for the last month, and now I know where I can find a local competitor. Yeah, you mean sucker. <laughs> oh, no. What, are you guys having <laughs> tournaments? So, of course, when I heard you on the Uno, talking about Uno, I thought, now he's going to get Uno cards now. Gary, you're, you're the best, man. I appreciate I it. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. Hey, he seriously is like. Did you hear what he said? I don't think you said it back. I think he said, I love you. Oh, yeah. I all love. Like, phileo. Why? Do you always have to say it back when you when you get told that? Oh, is that why you're single? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. We skipped the guy in the middle. Burn. <laughs> Go ahead then, Usher. <laughs> that was kind of cold-blooded. Like, sorry. I know your your mom never says I love you. Uh, <laughs> oh, here he goes. Here he yes. Goes. You know, spicy you know, Friday. <laughs> Let's know, jump it off. You know when we're making a crab boil and it's left on the stove too long? I just got there. <laughs> oh no, you did. <laughs> Shane, Shane, I don't even recognize what we're doing. <laughs> anyway. Get, Gary has like been a long time listener. He he would bring like um so I I told him like no respectable grown-ups really eat lunchables. We were, I was just having these conversations. And apparently I was per usual in the minority. Like a lot of people eat lunchables that are adults. And I was like, "Man, why like why I can't I don't see that one. being a choice." So my partner at the time is a Lunchable guy. So Gary, on a couple of occasions, brought like Lunchables, like especially when he'd get them on sale. Like sometimes there would be like ten for ten or something like that. Like the pizza ones or the ones with deli. No, meat? No, I'm talking about the round, processed, stapled deli meat and the cheese yep, you can't pull sure, apart. Sure, I know exactly what you're talking and the, about. And the crackers and the that bar in the corner. The crackers that don't crack. Uh-huh. Right. It's just like, and um. But the funny thing is, is if you fast forward, 
occasionally Ryder or Zoe, I call her Ryder, uh, weird nickname, right? Zoe Ryder. She likes Lunchables. So, but she's also five. Correct. Correct. <laughs> right. Like I liked Lunchables <laughs> when I was five too. And even she's picky. And I was so I, I said. But one I of think our, she's picky because you're picky. No, no, no. I, I listen. I because you her, would make her like a bomb lunchable. Listen, a homemade I, I, lunchable. I sat her down yesterday. I, had, I she was with me all afternoon. She said, "I want cinnamon toast." I said, "Okay, cool. I've made it for her two hundred times. You cut the crust off. You put it in the toaster." Use a little butter spritz, two pieces. She's good. This girl, and I can't stand it when I could. When, you know when people just stare at the food you make and they're kind of looking at it like, "Ugh, is this growing?" She, she looked at it. She picked it up. She flipped it over. She kind of curled up her nose at the end. So I'm steaming internally right now. But I said, "Okay, I'm gonna give it some time." Cut it in four squares. For I go out to the garage to get my computer back because we had a staff meeting. I wanted to make sure I had the Google Doc. So I come back in, and she's closing the trash can. I said, so, I said, did you just throw that toast away? And she's, unfortunately, she's terrified, right? So I'm, I feel bad. And I was like, what happened? And she said, I don't like the brown spots. That doesn't mean it's toasted. <laughs> I said, look, girl. We got to start. <laughs> you yeah, gotta never mind. I take back what I said two got, minutes ago. You got to stop asking for food and not eating it. But she's the type of person. At least it was toast. If you make this girl a corn dog, it can't like have. I have to. She's. I have to wrap her corn dog in. I put foil around foil? the stick. Oh, I, so that the stick the doesn't base. get brown? Yes. Because if they're, if it's dark at the base or she sees a grill mark on the hot dog, it, it's a wrap. Mm, this smells delicious. You just need to get a hot dog roller like they have at, like, you know, Storm Chasers I Ballpark need, over I at I would Warner. need Shane to come just over Just go ask Marty. It. I bet Marty has an extra one for you. But anyway, my, man, my, 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 my man Gary would, like, bring, I'm right, would, like, bring Lunchables. And then for my birthday, uh, like, the last year that I was over there, he brought me. And he's, because he's a good listener. I think one time, just kind of on a humbug, I was like, yeah, I said, I don't really like cake, like. So the only kind of cake I would eat is weird, right? Would be yellow cake, white frosting. Mm-hmm. Like that's just simple, not the buttercream for just regular. Right. My man brought me a, a little deal from like from Walmart a, from Hy-Vee. Yeah, Th- those little pieces of cake. He are left great. it at the studio. Because nobody I, wants a full cake. And I was but like, those little bite size, like so-called this. cake bites, and you get like four so or now five, five bites and it's gone. But. So you know, social media is powerful, right? So apparently, the free world. Absolutely thinks I suck at Uno. Asian Wyatt sent me the link to the Mattel job because they're looking for a CEO. It had Uno cards. Somebody else sent it to me on social media like, here, get DB a set. Full disclosure, if I played it a couple of times, I would be better. (laughs) I just couldn't figure it out real time. And then my ding-dong son goes, I tweeted Mm-hmm. The link to mm-hmm. him, and he goes, you got that work mm-hmm. in Uno. And I'm like, Hello, you friend. took advantage of an old dude that doesn't play. Like, big deal. Was I the worst at the table? Fine. But I'll figure it out. So Ashley says this to me all the time. 
Andrew, I hate that you're good at everything. Like the little things, the weird stuff. Like I'm not like, oh, I'm going to be a professional baseball player, but like I'll run you in cornhole. <laughs> or like, oh, I'm like pretty good at like doing X, like getting knots out of chains, was whatever it, it is. Was That's it? what this is for you, though, DB. People probably think DB's good at everything. Man. So that when you aren't good at something, it's the best. You if, go all in on it. If I knew what the cards meant, I, kinda get it. I would probably be better. Just give me a glossary. Is a glossary a Scary, Gary, humble brag. <laughs> Low key. Oh, for you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we got to have a show. Do we? Nah. It's Friday. Nah. Why? Why do it? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back.